Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you. Rise and shine. But this is the day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. Our soul is making boast in the Lord right now. Let's see those keys and let's see those hearts. Those keys and those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. And those hearts are because we are experiencing the unconditional love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Good morning to my husband. I know that he is listening from wherever he is. He makes me laugh, y'all, because um, I don't know if whether or not y'all do this. Like, he'll, he'll, his, you know, he'll, he'll be like, you know, Siri, what's the weather going to be like today? What's the weather going to be like today? And Siri will go, good morning. The weather's going to be blah, 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 blah. And the high is going to be blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you and Siri's relationship is just nerve-wracking, right? But then he'll go and stick his hand out the, the door, right? <laughs> like, in my, I'm like, in my mind, you just ask Siri for the weather, but then you go, you stick your hand out the door to see if, if Siri tells the truth. Or, I, I don't understand. But yeah, that's how he checks the, the weather. He, he he sticks his hand out the door, right? He, he asks Siri, and then he sticks his hand out the door. Whatever. Okay, right. It works, because then he comes back and he goes, you know, honey, it's not that cold today, so, you know, you don't have to wear a jacket, or, you know, you could just put on a sweatshirt. It's, it's not that cold today, so so he's my weatherman. Between he and Siri, I got good weather reports, right? So good morning to him, wherever he is. Good morning to my key team. Thank you so much for all that you do. You absolutely rock. All of you who are joining in this morning, let me know where you're listening and from so that if I just so happen to look down, I can see your city and state and give you a shout out as we begin to say the name Jesus all up and down the timeline. For at his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that our Lord, he is God. We're going into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we give you all glory, honor, and praise. We bless your holy name. Holy Spirit of God, move. Holy Spirit of God, speak on this Wisdom Wednesday. Lead and guide in Jesus' mighty, wonderful, wonderful name. Amen and amen. I see you, Tina. Um, so, <clears throat> hey, Liz, our international family is chiming in. Good morning to you. So, listen, guys, um, <clears throat> I want to talk to you today. You know today is Wisdom Wednesday, right? So, Wisdom Wednesday is the day that we absolutely sit down and we talk. We absolutely sit down. Mm. Spirit of God is um, talking to me about something that he wants me to do. Um, and, you know, he gets my undivided attention. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So I could be in dead smack in the middle of something. And when I hear him speaking to me, everything shuts down. So, <clears throat> you know, people around me who are used to me, they, they're just used to it, period, point blank in the discussion. I, you know, it's, I can't be around a whole lot of people because, you know, that's just the way that I am. I, I just, you know, it's just what it is, right? He shifts my whole, he shifts my whole spirit. <laughs> He's all talking to me, my whole spirit shift. I'm not like, I don't know how people can hear from the Lord so, and not just give him their undivided attention. Um, you know, um, anyway, it's Wisdom Wednesday. And during this Wisdom Wednesday, we sit down and we talk. And um, the Spirit of the Lord God, he woke me up. And it was just so clear. He said, your altitude, your attitude um, determines your altitude. So I was like, okay. You know, because I'm like, 
you know, God, I, I think I pretty much have a good attitude about things because I like to always apply the word to myself. And, and when the spirit of the Lord God gives me anything to talk about, um, I always try to apply it to my life to see how the Holy Spirit of God is speaking to me. And I, and I found out something. Um, the spirit of the Lord God will speak to you regarding something, uh, not so that it would necessarily apply to you, because sometimes, you know, <clears throat> my husband says something that's important. It, it just, it encourages me. He said, my wife practices what she preaches. And, um, to hear your spouse say that, you know, someone who you can't really hide, you can't hide from him, right? I can't hide from my husband. So he says, you know, she practices what she preaches. And he said, you know, um, you know, and I really appreciate that about her, you know, but when the Holy Spirit of God starts giving me messages and stuff, it still causes me to examine myself. And the Spirit of the Lord God says, Kenya, sometimes he says it's not always pertaining to you. It's a it's me reminding you of where you need to continue to be. Excuse me. You know, it's a reflection. You know, you have to be able to allow the Spirit of God to speak to you and not take it pers personal, but purposeful. And it, regardless of what he says, um, if you become offended or you get angry or you think he's not talking to you and you start acting in pride, then he might be talking to you. I'm just being honest. And so when the Holy Spirit of God begins to give me or he begins to speak to me regarding people or regarding circumstances, it always causes me to look at myself and I start examining myself, period, point blank. Um, and, and when I start examining myself, it becomes an accountable, it, it makes me accountable to who I am and God and who he is in me. That's just me. Now, everybody's not like me, but it works for me. So when the spirit of the Lord God said, your attitude determines your altitude this morning, immediately I started examining my attitude because I never want to be found in a space where God is not pleased with the way that I uh, reflect myself as a woman of God. I, my, my whole thing is as a child of God. Now, I don't know about anybody else. This is just me. This is just, this just me. All right. Because I cannot put expectations on anyone else, you know, because of the way the Holy Spirit of God made me. Now, this is just me. Now, I don't know about anybody else. This is just who I am. I refuse. Let me just say this right here. I refuse. Now, I was a hellion in the world. And because I was a hellion, um, I refuse to be a hellion in the kingdom. That's not going to work. You're not going to see me out here acting crazy. You're not Because if you stay in the face of God long enough and you surrender to the Lord, you surrender to the Holy Spirit of God, he'll check you before you embarrass yourself. I'm just being honest. He'll check you before you embarrass yourself. And so when the spirit of the Lord God says your attitude determines your altitude, I was like, okay, God, what you saying? He says, Kenya, I want you to go to Philippians, the second chapter. So let's go there. And you all know you're going to hear the pages of my heart because it's wise on Wednesday. And anytime you come on here, you're going to hear the pages of my heart because I just like the word. <laughs> I like the word. Period. Point blank in the discussion. I like the word, right? So if we go to Philippians, the second chapter, um, we're going to Philippians, the second chapter, and um, let me see. And so we're going to start at the, I, I highlighted the 20, 
I highlighted the 20, um, mm -mm, third and fourth. Okay, Holy Spirit, you're always doing this to me. <laughs> it says here, watch this. It says uh, the third verse and the fourth verse. It says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 4. Look not every man to his own things, but every man also on the things of others. When the Spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me, and pin yourself because we're going to go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. When the Spirit of the Lord God began to minister to me uh, this morning, he said, Kenya, he says, you have to understand what an attitude is. And he says, and when people are doing things because of their own vain glory, because they want to get the glory, then they're not reflecting the attitude of Jesus Christ. They're not reflecting uh, the attitude of who I called them to be. Now, you have to understand what an attitude is, because if you don't really under, if you don't understand what an attitude is, then you won't be able to you won't be able to really move in your attitude. You won't be able to govern your attitude. <clears throat> you won't really be able to categorize your emotions properly to put your attitude in check. You know, if somebody's always putting your attitude in check, you haven't checked your attitude. Right. And so attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling. It is a settled way of thinking or feeling. And we know that Philippians 127, it begins to say, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you, which means that whatever you have settled in your mind is what you will become. Because so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever you have settled when it comes down to your attitude in your mind, that is who you will be. You will reflect what has been settled in your thinking and your feeling. So wherever it is, you 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 just refuse to change. I refuse to change. I don't want to change. This is just who I am. You know, let me explain something to you. Who you are is who Christ needs, but he refines who you are as you allow him to develop who you are. So who you are, and some people say, well, this is just who I am. And people just going to have to accept just who I am. No, nobody's got to accept who you are. Let me just be honest with you. Nobody's going to just accept who you are. Well, you know, they're the ones with the problem because this is who I am and you just got to deal with me. And this is just who I am. This is this is just me. This is just me. Well, if just you still acting like you were before you got saved, then the just you that you acting needs to be refined. And so because of this, um, we have allowed ourselves to become defined by our own nature. We, we have not allowed the spirit of God. And I'm just being honest. I don't know. I don't know. Because if you have an anger problem like I had and you're still dealing with your anger problem and you've been filled with the Holy Spirit of God and you've been walking with the Lord for more than a year and you're still having outbursts, something's wrong with your spirit. If you cannot, y'all yeah, going to be all right this morning. Somebody say, I'm going to be okay. I'm just going to go ahead and just tell the truth. If you have been walking with the Holy Spirit of God and you were not able to budget your finances and you're still not able to budget your finances, something is wrong with the attitude of money in your life. If, if you uh, have been walking with the Lord and you're still not stable in your relationship and you've been with the Lord for all this time and you're still not stable in a relationship. Now, I'm not talking about um, when well, I'm not talking about an intimate relationship in general. I'm just talking about a relationship in like period. You're, you're still not stable in any relationship. There's no stability reflected in any relationship. Something is wrong with your spirit. If you 
have been in ministry and there's a bunch of drama that's going on around you and you just can't get away from drama, something is wrong with your spirit. I'm just being honest. It's ungodly drama. If, if, if you are still lying and you're still manipulating and you're still all jacked up, something is wrong with your spirit. If you are still gossiping, something is off with your spirit. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, uh, but you have to learn how to examine your attitude because if you don't learn how to examine your attitude, then the ungodly will examine it for you and they will and the enemy will accuse you for doing what he knows you have the power to change, but won't, you, you know, um, one of my spiritual daughters, she says something that was so uh, just, I'm just, it was just, it just, it, it stuck with me. And when, when she ministered, she says something that stuck with me and it will never leave. Now I've heard it before, but it was in the spirit that she said it, that, that shifted my spirit into another dimension of understanding. Uh, she said, it's just not, it's, it's that, it's not that you just, it's just that it's not that you can't do it. You just won't do it. What? You, you just won't do it because somewhere in you, the enemy has convinced you that's just how you are. <laughs> See, your attitude determines your altitude. What is altitude? Altitude is the position at height. It is a vertical, watch this, elevation of an object. So if it is a vertical elevation, you have to understand that when you begin to let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you, you begin to elevate yourself above the place where you were. You begin to allow God to elevate you above those who you used to hang out with or who you hang out with. Now, let me explain something to you. And I want to say this very, very clearly. When you begin to allow the spirit of God in you to elevate your thinking, people will think you are all of that. No, it's true. And the reason why people will think you're all of that is because they're no longer to touch you where you were. They're no longer to touch you because you're no longer there, because the capacity of your thinking has shifted into a higher dimension. And when it does that, what happens is if a person that's around you, uh, if their mindset hasn't shifted to another dimension, an elevated place in God, they're not going to be able to understand the way you think because the way you think is the way they thought. And because you are now thinking in another dimension, what happens is if they themselves don't conform or transform a conforming to the image of Christ, if they themselves don't tap into the realm uh, relationship with Jesus, they're not going to be able to walk with you, which means that there are there will be fallen relationships in your life because God says, I can't have you in relationship with someone who's not, uh, who doesn't have the mind uh, of where you're going, who doesn't have the capacity to understand the transitionings that's happening in your life. <clears throat> See, you become elevated in the realm of the spirit because your attitude towards things have changed. You are no longer in common situations common conversations with them and it's okay because you want your speech to change because if your speech doesn't change then your attitude has not changed 
I'm going to say that. If your speech has not changed, your attitude has not changed. Now, you have to understand, when you pray about everything, you worry about nothing. When you pray about everything. When you pray about everything, you worry about nothing. Because here it is. When you are worrying about something, when you connect with somebody who's worried about something, you both are worried. Both of you are on the same level when it comes down to your mindset. I said level. Because God moves in dimensions and realms, we move in levels. And so now you are both at the same level. Which means that if I'm worrying and you're worrying and we're at the same level, then your attitude concerning my situation can't elevate me above the situation. You don't have the ability or the capacity within you to lead and guide me to an elevated place because your attitude, your mindset toward in what I'm thinking and whatever it is that I'm going through, we're on the same level. And so what happens is you are your your altitude. Your attitude begins to determine your altitude. If you don't allow God to uh, develop the mind of Christ in you, what happens is you will think you're going higher when you're not. Let me uh, let me park it. I, I need to park this right here. This is this is so in my spirit until I can't even I can't even go on any further. I can't. Watch this. If you are not moving in the things of God, but in the things of the world, your attitude has not shifted. Your attitude. Your attitude is of the world because your mindset is set on things below and not things above. You're going to be okay in just a little while. I've got to go here because what has happened is, is we have allowed materialistic things to determine our anointing and our progression in Christ. We have allowed monetary contributions from the enemy to determine the blessings of God. And we have allowed our, 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 our flesh to determine our glory. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Which is backwards. It's not forward. Your attitude is still of that of the world. It's still in the world. Your attitude. When you are not cleaned up, Lord, have mercy. When you are not cleaned up in your spirit, it reflects in your flesh. When you don't allow the spirit of God to renew your mind through the word of God, you then conform to the ways of the world. You conform in a deeper place in the world, which then blinds you to the reality of your progression in God. It then begins to make you think that you're in a place with God that you're not. Because what happens is the attitude of pride begins to manifest and causes you to go into a false altitude in the realm of darkness, which covers itself as glory. Y'all going to be all right. And what happens is you stay in that place because now you're being blessed, in a sense, with things that you never had.
with a nasty attitude. Nothing in you is changed. You have now digressed in your attendance when it comes down to the sanctuary. You have now stopped reading the Bible. You have now stopped praying. You have now uh, turned to the things of the world to validate if whether or not God is elevating you. I hear the Holy Ghost. And this attitude is not an altitude in the realm of a godly inheritance. You have to understand, by the Holy Spirit of God, your, your, your attitude now, your, your, your attitude, it, it, it determines your altitude. And what happens is, is there is a false altitude in the kingdom of darkness that reflects that you are moving in a place with God that you're not. And now what has happened is the attitude that you have is not of God. It's not of God because you know, you know, I, you know. Let me explain something to you. I want, I want to, I want, I want, I want, I want to, I want, I want to see. Let me go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Lord Jesus, I want to go to Ephesians, the fourth. Let me go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Watch this. Let, let me go here. God, help me through. Excuse me, y'all, because the Holy Ghost is. Watch this. Go with me. To Ephesians the fourth chapter, the seventeenth verse. I want to read. I want to read seventeen. Miosha, Mishé, just just pin that chapter four, verse seventeen, and I'm going to end when the Holy Spirit of God says to end. So just don't pin the scripture yet. I want to. I want to. I want to say this. It says here, "This I say, therefore, Lord Jesus, and testify in the Lord." That ye henceforth not walk as other Gentiles walk. Oh, Lord have mercy. In the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened. Being alienated from the life of God. Through the ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their heart. Now, I just got through talking about that, and I didn't know the Spirit of the Lord God was going to lead us here. But it came out of my mouth, and here it is being confirmed in the Word of God. Watch this. Who being past, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanliness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. Watch this. If so that ye have heard of him and have been taught by them, by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true 
holiness. Verse 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one to another. <laughs> 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Lord, 27. Neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which is good that he may have to give to them that need it. 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Lord, verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and speaking evil be put away from you with all malice. 32. And be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Ending at verse 32. By the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. This is scriptural. The attitude of Christ is given. It is scriptural. Read about the Beatitudes in Matthew, the fifth chapter. If you want to learn about the attitudes, when Jesus began to release the Beatitudes in Matthew, the fifth chapter, you will begin to see these Beatitudes manifested. But here in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, it goes a little bit deeper as it pertains to who you are supposed to be and your conversation. See, let me explain something to you. Your conversation reflects your attitude and your attitude reflects the elevated place you are in the realm of the spirit. So your conversation reflects your attitude and your attitude reflects your altitude. And when your conversation is corrupt, it tells the world that you're just like it. It does not separate you from the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. There is no separation because what happens is now you have not become elevated. Your altitude is still the same. You have not taken off of the ground. Your altitude is still at ground level. When you won't let the pilot, the Holy Ghost, take you 32,000 feet above ground level, you have to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. You must understand these scriptures are scriptures that we totally like to avoid in the body of Christ. We don't like reading scriptures like this. Why? Because these scriptures hold us accountable to how we're supposed to be. These scriptures begin to hold us accountable because some of you are not accountable to anyone but social media. You are not accountable to anyone but social media. You're not accountable to anybody but social media. And because you're not accountable to anyone but social media, social media has a way, not the whole, not the whole social media, but some, has a way of not honing in to developing the spirit of man. It, it has a way of fluffing up the kingdom of God. It has a way of developing an attitude that doesn't reflect in the altitude of the kingdom of God. And what happens is, is these kind of scriptures 
we like to avoid because what's happening is we then like to be ourselves. But who you are is not who God needs to stay around. He needs who you are to refine who he is in you. And so because of this, you must understand that the mind of Christ must be in you. Now, let me explain something to you. And I have to say this by the Holy Spirit of God. If, if you are governed by materialistic things and, and those materialistic things have now become a way to identify the anointing of God on an individual's life. You are blinded in your spirit. There is a spiritual blindness that's going on in your atmosphere. You have not allowed God to consecrate your spirit. Your ear gates and your eye gates have become stopped up in the realm of the spirit. Where now you're unable to discern a true move of God and the glory of God. You are like the falling angels that have followed a false glory. Oh, help me today. This last on Wednesday is really, it's, 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 it's going. There is a lack of discernment in the body of Christ when it comes down to the altitude of spiritual awareness. And because of this, many have followed uh, things that God never intended for us to follow in the body of Christ because of our own inability to allow the altitude of Christ to manifest in our life. And so now because of this, we are not elevated when it comes down in the realm of the spirit. We have now not allowed ourselves to come off of the ground level of darkness. And, 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 and in knowing this, and in, and in knowing this, uh, and in understanding this, it should compel you to want to get in the face of God. Because what you can see is temporal, but what you cannot see is eternal. And what has happened is, we have allowed ourselves to be governed by what we see, not what we don't see. And what we see has determined the altitude of our maturity. And, 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 and God says, in this season, Kenya, I need for people to understand that what you see is nothing compared to where he wants to take you. And this, you can't go there with a baseline attitude. You can't do it. You cannot go there with a baseline attitude. What is a baseline attitude? And a baseline attitude is an attitude that never goes beyond the ground. It never go. It lies on the base of earth. It never goes into an elevated place of the heavens. It doesn't. It stays in the kingdom of darkness. It is governed by the kingdom of darkness. Your attitude has now, it is a baseline attitude. And it has not been elevated. There is no, there is no grace altitude when it comes down to the the way you think there is because what has happened is is that now when things don't turn out right we then run to the things that we feel can help us instead of God we run to the mouth of flesh instead of to the mouth of God we run to the hands of flesh instead of in the hands of God we run to the popular preacher instead of the one who released a genuine preacher and so what happens is is that God himself cannot be glorified. And what happens is man is glorified instead of God. See, the attitude is off. Attitude is a vertical elevation of an object above a surface. And the vertical elevation, 
the, the vertical, I believe vertical, vertical is what? Up. Which means that why are you looking around around you? You're supposed to be looking up. Set your affection on things above, not beneath. When you are looking at your ground level for help, you have not allowed your altitude to, exp you, have not, you have not tapped into the realm of the spirit because now you're not looking above. You're still looking on your level. This is not a popular message this morning. If you, let me, let me say this by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. I have to say this uh, by the Spirit of God. If you have been serving the Lord for years and you have just called on his name, Love is an action word. You kept, the attitude of your love is displayed through your actions. The attitude of your love is displayed through your actions. If you, some of you, I'm going to say this, and you're going to be okay. Some of you will sacrifice for a man or a woman over God. I said it. Because you'll give more to your man than you would God. You'll give more to that woman than you would God. You're more faithful to that man than you are God. How do I know? Because if that man tell you he don't like you wearing something, you're not going to wear it. But if God say wear modest apparel, you dismiss what he say. If God, if that man tell you that he don't like what you say, you're not going to say it. But let that man tell you he don't like what you say. You're not going to say it. If that man tell you that that position pleases him, you're going to bend your body in that position. But let God tell you the bend your knees to pray, you won't bend your knees to pray. I'm, I'm, it is what it is. Y'all going to be all right this morning. So we love our man more than we love God. And we rather please man over God. Y'all going to be all right. This is a hard Wednesday morning. This this is a hard. This this is a hard. This is a hard. You, you'll do whatever you can for that woman, but you won't do whatever you can for God. You'll go out of your way for that woman, but you won't go out of your way for God. See, your altitude, your attitude is a reflection of your altitude in God. So your altitude is not as deep as your tongues. Your altitude. Hold your tongues. Hold your worship. Hold your praise. Because it's not genuine. It's, it's, it's predicated upon a temporary moment. This, this is what God is trying to alleviate. This is, this is what God is trying to alleviate. Because God says, I'm a jealous God and I will have no other God before me. But we want the blessings of God, but we don't want to be, we don't want to be in the altitude of God. We want the blessings of God, which make it rich and added no sorrow, but we don't want to be in the altitude of God. We, our attitude does not want to be in the altitude of Christ. We don't, we just don't. But we want all of what God has for us. We, we want, so now what happens is we receive the baseline. We receive the baseline. We, the Lord spoke to me years ago. And I'm getting ready to go. He spoke to me years ago. And, and what he said to me, it blew my mind. He checked me. God checks me now. I said he checks me. 
He checks me. God checks me. God to say, wake up. Ooh, Lord, have mercy on my soul today. Lord, you did. You did that. God to say, wake up to pray. <laughs> you won't wake up to pray, but you'll wake up for your job and you'll roll over to get. <clears throat> but you won't wake up to pray. You, you won't you won't wake up to pray. You won't you won't you won't do it. You you will not wake up to pray, but you'll wake up for your job and roll over to. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. See, this is a reality talk this morning. This is not something that this 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 conversation is not for the faint at heart. This <laughs> this Wednesday is not for the faint at heart. But then you want God to bless you. What is that? So you want to gratify the flesh, but you don't want, but now you want God to please you. You want God. No, you didn't please yourself. You didn't please yourself. So you, 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 you have to understand, uh, the Lord, he spoke to me years ago and, and, and it blew my absolute mind. It, it, it blew my mind. The Lord did it. He, he blew my mind. He began to hold me accountable to every action in my life. And I had determined that I was not going to please or gratify my flesh over the things of God. I just I just wasn't going to do it. There was nothing worth it to me because I realized that when I leave this earth that I've got to face God. When my attitude, my attitude, I wanted to go in an altitude with Christ that went beyond my my way of thinking. And, and, and some may call me deep, but I'm able to swim in warfare. I'm able to swim in the depth of God. It, it is what it is. And so now deep calleth unto deep and people are drowning because they don't understand the depth of where God wants to take them. And so now when God tries to take them into the deep things of who he is, they jump out of the water because now they're afraid of the, of the deep things because they haven't been taught on how to swim in an ocean. They can only swim in the, swim in the pond. And so because of this, you have to allow God. This is what is going on in the body of Christ. It's so much gratification of the flesh that nobody has taken the time. Now, I'm not going to say nobody, some, not everybody, just some have not taken the time to discern the realms in the altitude of the ho of holiness. There are altitudes in the realm of holiness. You, you know, the Lord is so uh, profound in everything that he does. He, he's, he's profound in everything that he does, right? The Lord said something to me years ago, and it blew my mind. He said, Kenya, I said, sir. He said, now, I want you to see something. I said, okay, show it to me, Lord. He says, now you can receive the bare minimum of blessings or you can get the overflow of blessing. What? What did you say to me, Holy Ghost? He said, you know, Kenya, the bare minimum of blessings? He said, the bare minimum of blessings, Kenya. He says is, watch this. You're waking up this morning, right? I said, yes, Lord. He said, I blessed you because there's a difference between breath and air. What? He said, you are not breathing air. You're breathing my breath. He said, because air still goes on when you die. When you die, CO2 is still going. It's, it's still whatever H2, whatever air is, it's still going. The air is going. It's still going. I said, yes, it is, Lord. He said, proof that you are not living on air, you're living on the breath of me. I am your incubator of life. What? He says, I am. He says, what I am is I am your life support. I support your life through my breath. What you say, God? He said, yeah, because your flesh lives on the air. Your spirit lives on the breath of me. 
And when the breath is gone, the air is still in the atmosphere. Okay, you just blew my mind. He says, so, see, you are blessed. Okay, now, you can, now, Kenya, are you eating? Yes, Lord. Am I providing your food? Yes, Lord. Well, I am providing your basic needs. Okay, well, <laughs> you are being provided for with your basic needs. Well, yes, Lord, I'm, you working? Yes, Lord, I am. Well, I provided a job for you. Okay. Okay, God, you, you, you making plenty good sense. Yeah, 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 making sense. Are all of your basic needs met? Yes, Lord. Well, good. You are now receiving the basic requirements of blessing. I am now blessing you on the basic level. <laughs> God, what did you say? I am now blessing you on the basic level. Yes, the basic level. What did you say to me, Holy Ghost? He said there are altitudes in blessings. There are altitudes. Now, do you want to go higher, Kenya? <laughs> yes, Lord. Do you want to go higher than air? You want to tap into the breath of me? Lord, see, do you want to tap into the breath of who I am? Not the air, the breath of who I am. I was like, okay, God, what you talking about? He says, I need, I need your mind to be renewed, to tap into the depth of who I am. Because the very basic of blessings is what you will dwell in if you don't change your attitude to operate in the altitude of who I am. Okay. It blew my elevated mind. It blew my mind when the spirit of the Lord God began to speak to me this way. And he showed me. He says, you will be blessed at the very basic level. You are being blessed. He says, you can't say that I'm not blessing you. Because I am blessing you. So, so, so go ahead and receive that I'm blessing you at the very basic level. It, that changed my whole attitude. And it developed an altitude in me uh, to desire to be more like Christ. Because if the Lord was going to use me for his glory, that means that what I thought I knew, I had to unlearn. I had to change my attitude in order to grow in the altitude of Christ. Y'all gonna be all right. Y'all gonna be just fine. Your attitude determines your altitude. People will always be able to see your altitude in the realm of the spirit based upon your conversations and what they hear from you. Based upon what they see. Based upon what they see. Because the Holy Ghost will deal with you about your attire. The Holy Ghost will deal with you about your mouth. The Holy Spirit of God will deal with you about your attitude. The Holy Ghost will do it. Oh, yes, he will. He will do it. And people will be able to. That's how come a lot of people who speak in tongues, gossipers are comfortable around them. And then they'll pervert the scripture that says, well, Jesus. Okay, let me, okay, watch this. I'm going to share this and then I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to share this and I'm, and I'm going to say this. Watch this. Go with me to Matthew, the 10th chapter. This, this, this can really blow your mind. And, and I'm going to give you a revelation by the Holy Spirit of God. Go to Matthew, the 10th chapter. Verses 10 through 13. Watch this. And it came to pass as Jesus sat meet at the house. Behold, many publicans and sinners 
came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, that He said, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am come to call the righteous, but sinners unto repentance. I've called not to call, not I've come not to call the righteous, but sinners unto repentance. Watch this by the Holy Ghost. Watch this. A lot of people will say, well, Jesus sat with the sinners. Jesus, Jesus sat with the sinners to justify their attitude. This is why I am the way that I am. You, Jesus sat with the sinners. Jesus said, if sinners are, y'all going to be all right. If you are comfortable and sinners, y'all comfortable around the same, something's wrong with your spirit. If nobody has changed around you, something's wrong with your spirit. Watch this. And it came to pass as Jesus sat meat at the house. Behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him. Jesus didn't sit with the sinners. They sat with him. Okay. Why are you always in the company? Y'all going to be all right. You see how people twist the scriptures? The Pharisees saw it. And they said, why eat your master with the publicans and sinners? Jesus never sat with the sinners. The sinners sat with Jesus. That's totally different. That's a whole different revelation, a whole different illumination, a whole. Why are you running to people who think like you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why? Why? The sinners sat with Jesus. Jesus did not sit with the sinners. That's different, which means that the sinners were drawn to Jesus. He, they were drawn to him wherever he was, his presence, his attitude. He was such an, an altitude that he didn't have to go and hang out with them. They hung out with him. It's, that's a whole nother topic right there. That's a whole, that's a whole nother revelation right there. Watch the scripture now. Watch, watch the scripture. And it came to pass as Jesus sat meet in the house. Behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat with him and his disciples. He did not sit with them. They sat with him and his disciples. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother revelation right there. His attitude. See, his altitude was so. It wasn't, he wasn't hanging out with the sin. Oh, Jesus, he sat with the sin. No, he did not. The, the, the Pharisees defined it through their understanding by what they saw. But Jesus never sat with them. They sat with Jesus. Okay. Your attitude determines your altitude. Your, what, what are you saying? What is your conversation? What are you reflecting? What are you, how, 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 how is people seeing Jesus through you? Are you a living epistle? No, 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 It's time to shift now. I had made up in my mind years ago. I had made up in my mind years ago that I was not going to allow the enemy to make me look crazy. I was not going to practice one thing and preach another. Nah, you ain't doing that to me because I don't know when Jesus is coming. And I don't, he said he coming like a thief in the night. And and because he's coming like a thief in the night, when thieves in the night come, most of the time we sleep. Lord, keep me up. Keep me like, keep me up and ready. Like the five wise versions. Keep me up and ready. Because your attitude is going to reflect your altitude. What are you doing? What are you saying? Do you have the mind of Christ? Do you have his mind? 
Because if you don't have his mind, you need to develop his mind. Because the mind that you have is going to reflect your altitude of where you are in the kingdom of God. Hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. <laughs> oh, God in heaven today. Consistency in any. See, the reality check checks our reality. Uh, and we are so used to preaching about houses, cars, land, prophecy, and all those things that we really have forgotten about having the attitude of Jesus Christ. You know, um, what, what amazes me is that we say we know Jesus, but yet we run away from every principle and we want to govern our own lives and we want to do what we want to do. There's no conviction. There's no godly conviction. There's no godly conviction about the way you talk. There's no godly conviction about the way you act. There's no godly conviction about the way you dress. There's no godly conviction about your communication. There's no godly conviction about you going to bed mad. There's no godly conviction. There's no godly conviction. What is up with that? What is up with that? That is not having the mind of Christ. Every time you turn around, you 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 profaning someone out. You you using foul words. You just corrupt communication coming all out of your mouth. You still sucking your teeth and rolling your eyes like you did when you was in the street. Let me just be honest with you. You still jerking and all that stuff. Why you still you still wearing the same attire that you was wearing while you were in the street? And nothing has changed about your attire. In fact, it's gotten worse. <laughs> it's gotten worse. <clears throat> it's not of God. It's not of God. It's not of God. There is no 